It's the 919 Vice Podcast alongside Wayne Holt. I'm Joe Ovias. Adam Eshbaugh is on assignment. Thanks to everybody who follows us on their favorite podcast platform. We would really appreciate it if you throw us five stars. That would be awesome. So hit us up on your favorite podcast platform. Give us those five stars. Five stars only. Positive vibes only. We love reviews, too. So, again, all greatly appreciated. On today's podcast, we're going to talk to counterculture. Away from the alcohol, away from the edibles, to the original vice, coffee. So we're going to get into Counterculture's new product, which is like this concentrated cold brew coffee that you can put in a lot of different things, a lot of different uses, and also how alcohol and coffee always play well together. Big thanks to Whitaker and Hamer for sponsoring 919 Vice. Check them out online at wh.lawyer, attorneys, counselors at law, locations across the triangle that can take care of all your legal issues, all your legal needs. Again, that's wh.lawyer. And big thanks to Breeze Through. Locations across the triangle, it is peak tailgating season. So if you're headed to PNC Arena for the start of a new hockey season, you're going back to Carter-Finley Stadium, maybe you're on your way to Keenan. Check out Breeze Through today, convenient locations across the triangle. We thank them for sponsoring 919 Vice. All right, so joining us on 919 Vice, again, vices cover all sorts of things and coffee can absolutely be something you are hooked on all the time. And one of my favorites is Counterculture, and they're hanging out with us today. Jonathan Parker, regional manager for Countercultures here. And I see the Wolfpack hat on. Oh, yeah. Why? Because uh, I like the punishment. So. <laughs> That's the correct answer. Oh, they're not going to lose to Virginia, are they? Well, Joe's a hater, so. I, I sure hope they, they can't. Not. They can't lose this game, man. They yeah. can't lose this game. I will say this, though, with some of these evening games, uh, especially like this Friday night game uh, that they're taking on, uh, we're recording this podcast on Thursday. NC State's playing Virginia on Friday night. By the end of the week, man, with getting my kids to school, I am hitting that coffee hard. So this is the perfect conversation for the kind of week we have. Um, so countercultures, for those who might not know about counterculture, they're out of Durham. How long have they been open now? Uh, we've been around since 1995. Okay, so wow. almost uh, almost 30 years. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, we came along around the same time as uh, think of some of the big third wave coffee roasters mm-hmm. uh, like Intelligentsia, Stumptown, Blue Bottle. Those are some of the bigger bigger name ones in the country. Um, uh, Counterculture is the only one that's still independently owned and operated, though. Okay, uh, our founder Brett Smith is uh, still running the place, and and you can find them at all the locations. I usually get mine at Wegmans uh, yeah. at Target. Uh, yep. Those are usually First where I tier. find counterculture. Counterculture is at uh, Morning Times, right across the way from the Eford Studios, where we do Ovias and Julio. So, uh, of course, y- they get the special counterculture. Yeah, they definitely get some uh, some single origin blends. Yeah, some, uh, so we re- released I think last year forty six different coffees. So. Oh wow! Okay. Oh wow! Yeah, so we do, we do a lot more than you find just in the. The grocery store. And occasionally, shelf. I'll find some of those special ones at like Wegmans and whatnot. Yeah, Wegmans uh, occasionally carries like our quarterly release uh, okay. coffees, which you know think of those as, like your seasonal beers. Benchwarmers and uh, Transfer also has the kind of single origin ones as well. From uh, from what I see, for those who might not be familiar with, you know what what is the difference between say uh, hologram or fast forward to the coffees that I get a lot, or what gradient I just picked up at Target most recently? What's the difference between a coffee being like that versus a single origin. Yeah. So, um, a couple of those actually take on kind of the single origin name too, even though we don't 
necessarily label it that way. Uh-huh. So like gradient, for instance, is always a Colombian coffee. So okay. it's always from the, the origin of uh, Colombia. Um, it is a blend. So we're using coffee from different co-ops inside of Colombia. Typically single origins coming from a single producer in a country. Mm-hmm. Um, even some of them that we release in like special boxes are coffees from a single farmer uh, not just the co-op. It's, okay. it's coming from a specific lot where it comes from. Coffee is very similar to wine in the way it's uh, way it's made. Uh, it takes on the terroir of where it's grown, uh, the environment, the you know uh, the soil it grows in, the the weather, and all that play play an effect in, in how the coffee tastes in the end. Um, so when you we, when you're tasting something that's a single origin, you're tasting kind of what that that earth tastes like. Gotcha. Might be the same varietal of coffee um, bean, mm-hmm. but it's grown in Colombia versus grown in uh, Ethiopia. So it's going to taste different based on where it's grown. All right. So for my own confusion, I just drink the coffee. Yeah. Yeah, I, me too. I don't. Coffee, coffee to me, and, you know, we talk about beer journeys. My journey of coffee is actually born out of trying to eliminate sugar from my diet. Right. And I had to teach myself to drink coffee black. But what you come to find out is you really can tell the difference between good coffee and bad coffee once you kind of go that route, which is how I eventually came around to counterculture. So when I buy hologram, it's a blend. Yep. Is it coming, the bag that I just bought, is it the same beans that you're roasting from, say, a year ago? Or do they come from different producers every so often? You guys just roast them a particular way. Yeah, so... um We've got uh, four coffee buyers that okay. work for our work for counterculture. They take care of different regions throughout the world. We source coffee from twenty different countries this year, um, and with coffee being an agrarian product, right? We're not always we don't always have access to the same beans all the time. Okay, so those blends are constantly changing, and so the coffee buyers' jobs are to work with our producers uh, to, to identify the, the correct flavor profiles that we want, uh, whether like, you know, with hologram, for instance, it always has a natural coffee in it. So it mm-hmm. has kind of a fruity, uh, flavor profile that you might not find in say big trouble cause it doesn't have a natural coffee process. So they're always constantly working to find coffees that fit that flavor profile that we can then, uh, build long-term contracts on mm-hmm. and always have access to that coffee. Um, say, you know, Six months from now, we're gonna we know we're gonna need coffee um, um, from from Africa as opposed to South America. Gotcha. Right now, we're getting a lot of South American coffees in. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fascinating. Yeah, that's, yeah. that was my curiosity because we talked <laughs> we talked to brewers about that when it comes to hops. Yep. You know, always getting the same hops from the same space, you know, from the same place. It's gonna take on characters of where it's grown, X, Y, Z, and sometimes it gets too expensive. You know, certain hops have gotten too expensive. Sure. Yeah. They're still trying to find the right. Yep. You know, it, this is a beer that they have to make. This is the beer that people like. So how do you get it to taste like yeah. what people expect? So that's what I was curious about. Coffee's coffee's interesting because it's uh, it's kind of relatable to hops in the sense that it only grows in between the tropics, mm-hmm. whereas hops only grow uh, above what is it, the fortieth parallel or whatever it is. Yeah. I, can't remember, I can't remember exactly. I was in beer for ten years, but I forgot that <laughs> little data that little data point. That's funny um, how you purge all that info after a while. Yeah, absolutely. I had to make room for more useless <laughs> right. s- stats about NC State, why we haven't won games. Well, so. I just saw that uh, Jordan Houston is going to be redshirting, and he's going to complete his time, and then they wish him the best. Okay. So I guess we will not be seeing Jordan Houston anytime soon for the Wolfpack. Oh, man. More useless knowledge. Yes, him. absolutely. Who is this? Uh, running back for NC State. Uh, you know, sports, Wayne. 
I do watch sports, but you know what? I'm I don't deal with I don't I don't get involved in college sports until it's meaningful. Okay. Like NC State right now, their games to me are, they don't mean anything. It's fair because they're not they aren't playing that. Jonathan well. might disagree, but okay. I understand, and that's fine. Um, <laughs> now Colorado, Colorado State, Saturday night at ten o'clock. I left here. There was a big party going on here. I left here and went home because I wanted to watch that game. You were awake. Yes, sir. I was awake. Wow. And and I watched that game. Um, and I'll watch, you know, if it's Alabama, USC, or if it's big games. But, you know, college sports for me doesn't get interested until it's playoff time. Yeah. And then I jump in. Yeah. Whether it's basketball like March Madness, you know, I'm in. But until then, no. But so running back. Okay. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Good. All right, so we got the coffee basics. Um, the one thing that I have not really dabbled, well, I have dabbled in it is cold brew, like ready to drink cold brew coffees. Um, but you have it a step further. You have this concentrate. Yeah, we just uh, we actually just rolled this out today. Um, Bam, here we are. Yeah, and it's brand here. new. Uh, the timing worked out perfectly. Um, so this is actually only going to go into like our wholesale accounts to start with. Okay. Uh, it'll be going to our coffee shops, uh, restaurants, things like that. Uh, it's a very like a useful product for them to use in um, cold coffee. You can make ready to drink cold brew. Um, no brew time, essentially. You just mm-hmm. add water. Um, there's a company uh, packing this for us that's using a proprietary process to just be able to uh, concentrate this down to a one to seven ratio, which okay. is um, about twice as strong as a shot of espresso. So so what happens if I just take a shot of this? Not going to taste good at okay. all. Very, uh, <laughs> yeah, very syrupy and bitter. Okay. Um, your heart might explode. Yeah. yeah I drink Cuban coffee, Wayne. Come on now. <laughs> like when I'm done here, I'm going to go over to my parents after having some counterculture. I'm probably going to get some Cafe Bustelo espresso. Yes, I hear you. So anyway. Yeah. So, all right. So this is not recommended to just take a shot of uh, no, syrupy no. concentrate coffee. Not if you value your heart. So. Fair. Okay, yeah. fair. So <laughs> what is the, so what is the, so when you are giving this to your accounts, what is the ratio that they should be using? Yeah, so they're going to blend this uh, seven parts water, one part uh, cubed concentrate. So this one, they come in 32-ounce bottles currently. Uh, This one bottle can make two and a half gallons of ready-to-drink cold brew. Oh, wow. So they can essentially dump this into a pony keg and fill it the rest of the way with water, (laughs) and they've got, you know, cold brew brew on tap. Okay. Absolutely. Um, This is also great for, like, batched uh, ice lattes, things like that, if you Mm -hmm. want to, like, make oat milk lattes and have them ready to go on draft. I'm, you may have been to some coffee shops who have it like just, you know, they pull it off the draft line and put okay. it over ice, especially in the summertime. That's like one of the most drank beverages. Yeah, we do our espresso martini on, on draft. Yeah, espresso martini on the, draft. Just put the foam on top. So. Um, so this has, you know, huge, huge applicable. I can't think of the word. Right? It's very applicable. Applicable. applicable there's the word. Um, for bars, Bars especially, they can use it for espresso martinis, any sort of coffee coffee beverage. So, um, so Wayne and I'll probably talk after this. Maybe yeah, let's talk to Mel. She's the cocktail genius. I oh. just I just drink what she makes. Yeah, we'll talk. <laughs> yeah. I know nothing about it. Fair enough. Fair Absolutely. Enough. So we did a little uh, we did a little showcase on Monday. Had some wholesale partners come by. Some people from it was just open to the public as well. Where we just made uh, different drinks. So I think we did like a banana infused milk that we uh, blended down with rum. Mm. Uh, Sign me up. Pretty tasty, and then uh, our guy Jamie Patel also made up some espresso martinis uh, using like a. Actually, I brought some of the tea, but it was like a cinnamon uh, temple syrup tea that we blended in with espresso martini and uh, some a little bit of Kahlua just for okay. taste and tequila as well. So did the espresso martini with tequila? Yeah, really sounds tasty. good. Yeah. 
Where you got you? You're you're in Durham, right? Yeah, yeah, we're in Durham, um, like right off Alston, uh, Alston Avenue, like East Durham, fifty-five and seventy kind of. Do area. you have a uh, a retail outlet at your roasting facility as well? Uh, no, we don't. So we um, one thing that makes us different from a lot of coffee companies is we don't operate any uh, any cafes or okay. shops. So something we committed to a long time ago, we throw all of our support into our wholesale partnerships, uh, cafes, restaurants, you know, schools, offices, anybody serving our coffee. We give essentially all of our educational equipment support, um, consulting, mm-hmm. all of that goes directly into our, into our wholesale partners. We don't, we didn't want to you know, bog ourselves down with, you know, running a retail, the minutia of the yes, day to day in a retail. Yes, absolutely. It's a, it's a lot. And we just feel like if we do a good job of educating our, our, our coffee shops and cafes, they're really an extension of our brand and mm-hmm. they can do a, you know, just as good a job as we can. And yeah, look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with what you guys are doing because I will, as somebody who routinely drinks your coffee, I will perk up and be like, okay, cool. They serve counterculture. Yeah. And I'm, I'm happy to go revisit and I know I can get your coffee there. And I think that's a good, uh, a good, a good plan of action. Um, you know, you were mentioning some of the things that you can do with coffee are you are you surprised at the level of versatility for coffee? Now, you know you come from the you were brewing. Obviously, there was you can make coffee beers. Right. Was it last week when we had our uh, pumpkin beer fest? The guys from Incendiary had a, a coffee porter with some pumpkin to it. Yeah. It was more coffee forward, which I enjoyed. They might so, be I mean, using our coffee. I think they when I mean, they purchased coffee. I from think you. they did actually. Yeah. I think they did. Yeah. So. You're familiar with coffee and beer, but yeah. coffee with all these other things that are being made has to be kind of a little eye-opening, right? I mean, I mean, it's it, it can be an ingredient in, in tons of things. It has been for a long time. I mean, you think of tiramisu, right? Sure. Tiramisu is, uh, yeah. Coffee is an ingredient, and um, and this concentrate, going back to it, it holds a lot of applications on that front, too, where it's like you can easily uh, measure and have, uh, you know, consistent uh, quality just out of the bottle ready to go and not have to worry about like having to brew your coffee ahead of time. And the, all the variables that go into brewing coffee. Um, that's one thing that that's kind of challenging is uh, selling a product that we're usually handing people an ingredient. And, mm-hmm. and then if they're not trained on how to use it, it doesn't matter the quality, they can still produce something <laughs> not, not great. Yeah. That is something that even I've had to learn. Right. In, um, in, in conversations with, uh, guys like you and that represent coffee i know we've had uh, black and white on in the past as well and i think it can be a little intimidating Mm -hmm. because i've got an oxo uh, coffee grinder you know you just dump the beans in hit the button you get your grounds you get you get you get the grounds out pretty quick but what's the setting should i be using a coarser setting should i be using a finer setting how hot should your water be how fast should you pour it should you do a pour over over. you know do you use the shower water (laughs) uh, which i have one of those fancy ones uh is it just a normal drip now i will say that i can tell a difference with like a basic mr coffee you know, like the the dorm special. Or Absolutely. So what's the proper way? I mean, if, so you, what, if, so you, if you really want to geek out, uh, my daughter is, is much more in the coffee than I am. And uh, she tells me, Dad, you got to do a pour over if you want to get the minutes purest form. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm lazy. I'm not going to do all that. Uh, I'm not going to grab my beans fresh. I'm not, I just, I'm not. Maybe I will at one point, at some point. <laughs> but what's, what's the preferred way to drink it? I mean, the biggest thing is, I mean, grinding um, is 
makes a huge difference. That's the key. That's, that's yeah. the, the biggest thing. Because like Cuban, like Cuban coffee, is fine ground coffee, and you pack that bad boy in. Yep. To get, and you have to put in the little, you know, we call it a cafetera, and you put it on the stovetop, percolates, you're good to go. But that is just not. That's so. That's what I was used to. Right. That, that's not how you should be. If I have gradient or whatever, that, that I should not be doing that. I mean, it's not that you shouldn't be. I mean, that's the, the, the challenging thing with coffee is it's like it, it's going to be each person. To taste. Each, each, each their own. It's, it's your taste. It's what you, it's what you like. Well, just like prefer. how much water should you be using uh, right. in a normal coffee maker yeah. for, you know, typically what I'll do is I'll put in five scoops, you know, the little little thing that came with the coffee maker, five scoops, and then I put the water to six. That's right. typically like after yeah. playing around with it, that's kind of where I'm at to get true flavor yeah. that's supposed to come out of these coffees. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just going to get too much yeah. of uh, coffee taste, so to speak. I'm, I'm probably sounding... No, Joe, you here. just take the, the K-pot and drop it in and hit oh, it. Geez. Right? Ah, no, 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 no. no, no. You I'll know, it's that. funny, though. <laughs> you joke, but I, you know, when I started going to coffee, when I started switching yeah. over to coffee, I did the easy thing like everybody else, and I got a Keurig, and I didn't know any better until I actually had, like, good well, coffee. Well, here's the funny thing, is that... You know, we just moved into a new house. Yeah. And one of the splurges that I did, because it's a big house, but it's not super fancy, crazy, like some of the stuff we build. Yeah. Um, but I bought, you know, the really nice built-in coffee machine with the water piped in, the whole deal. But I ain't figured out how to run the damn thing yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't, you know, it'll hold three different beans. It'll do this, it'll do that. You know what I still use? The Keurigs that sits right beside it. We're now, going I'm the to only one in, house after this. I know, so. I'm the only one in the house that does that, everybody else. But even this morning, Jessica's like, oh my gosh, Jack needs to service this coffee maker because every time I try to do something, so there's a lot of upkeep on it. You got to clean it. You got to do this. You got to do that. And I'm just, in the morning, I just want my coffee within 30 seconds of my feet hitting the floor. And, you know, that's the one thing that I don't sacrifice yeah. typically. And Absolutely. if I have to go get blood work or something, I can't have my coffee. I'm, it's not, I'm not a pleasant person. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, and this is, I mean, this is a solution for that too. I mean, we've been working with um, a company called Cometeer for a long time. That They they do a similar thing. It's a highly concentrated, comes in pods. It's okay. frozen. Uh, you actually just add hot water to it and you got a cup of coffee like immediately. So we could do this with hot water. We just don't yeah. have hot water here right now. Yeah, so yeah. we're doing it with cold. Yeah, you can absolutely do it with hot water. You can add it to milk. Uh, I brought Ooh. some oat milk actually, so we can make some lattes if you want to try it. Try it as a latte. It's uh, uh, it's highly versatile. Okay. Versatile, you know. It just depends Water. on what you what you want to add to it. Water is also key. Although you were saying before we hit record, Raleigh's like what was it rated for water now? Rated for like second best water in the world or something. What does that for, mean exactly? I don't know. There was a there was a competition in Canada and they like people just sent in all their water from different municipalities sent in all their water and Raleigh ranked in, in the in, as number two. Well wow. maybe that pizza place up the street shouldn't be using that filtration system the to, to make their pizza and the use, that, use that use that Raleigh water man. No nah, yeah. man he's gotta make it a skank water out of New York to get the pizza <laughs> to, to get the dough right man. You know you gotta have that uh Got to have the water from the river, but yeah. water, but water does matter because yeah. I've actually found myself uh, at you know being lazy sometimes, and I'll just dump in tap water in the coffee machine, and that's just like a no go for me. Yeah, I mean, if it's got any sort of like chlorine content yep. or any of that odor in it, you're going to taste the chlorine for sure. Yep, it's like you know you don't want to brew with pool water, right? So, how often yeah. do you clean your coffee canteen? Oh, uh, every day. I mean, I, I try to keep it clean. You don't want you don't want that like leftover oil in there. It, okay, because because cause look, I. I <laughs> I, I, you know, it's funny. <laughs> I've, uh, I've been burned one too many times of not properly rinsing out. So I have an OXO, right? Yeah. Um, after I had one of those uh, 
Onavita ones that had yeah. been highly rated. I got one of the cheaper ones. And I liked it, but then it just crapped out one day. So didn't splurge, got the comparable OXO one with a better canteen. And the little screw top yeah. that it drips down into, I have not properly rinsed it out, and it still had soap in it. Oh, that'll ruin it for you. I mean, just, it's, you just drink. Ah, oh, it's terrible. So. <laughs> I've used the same cup literally for like the last four years. Do you and just I, rinse it out? N- rarely ever. I just finish it and put it back under the, right where I'm going to use it the next day. Oh, the face oh, Jonathan's making man. right now. I know, right? Off the yeah. charts. I, Which is even, funny I, even because. Me, Wayne, I will at least rinse out the so coffee he, But cup. here's the funny thing. My girlfriend literally has, and this is, I'm not lying. There's 40 to 50 coffee cups on the shelf. Yeah. So we built a coffee maker into the pantry. We've got a cabinet in the pantry, and then above it's two shelves. And one of those shelves is covered. And it's a four-foot wide by 16-inch deep, 40 or 50 cups. Then she's got her Christmas cups that she stores, and then we'll pull out at Christmas. And I'm like, so the joke is every time we go somewhere, hey, you need a coffee cup. Hey, you need a coffee cup or a water bottle because they have way too many water bottles as well. But you're telling me that she's probably smarter than I am because she can use a different cup Every day for two months. Yeah, keep it clean, you know. You don't okay, know well. To, yeah, obviously don't want to. It's good thing she doesn't listen to this podcast. And she'd have to hear me say that I was wrong. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yep. Wow. Okay. I guess I need a new cup. Yeah, we're definitely guilty of it at our house too. We got way too many coffee mugs and. Yeah. I mean water that thing is stained because it was you know it was a stainless. I got it. At, at, oh, I have a. It's a stainless that it's brown. Dude, I have some. I have I have old ESPN radio swag. <laughs> yeah, I, I let me tell you, I love defunct radio show swag um and the Keyshawn j will and max coffee it's one of those corksicles it's a really nice uh container um but yeah i've left it in the car one too many times you know rushing out to get the kids to school all that stuff i've left that coffee just sitting in there in the car and it's gotten that stainless steel my ass Uh, it is it is brown it troubles me that i have to change cups Sorry, it does. I mean, just start with rinsing it, maybe. Yeah, that just would, rinse. Yeah. I mean, dude, just because I've been drinking out. Excuse me, I've been drinking out of the same coffee mug for a long time. I run to the dishwasher like once a year. Wayne, that's gross. Uh, it's my kind of gross, though. I'm the only one drinking out of it. Yeah, but still, I mean, no, nah, man, it's, it's okay. not like you drink out of the same pint glass too, and you pour your beer in there. No, nah, man, <laughs> I ain't doing that. Yeah. Do you leave? Do you leave, do you do you leave the the grill seasoned as well? And then the frying pan, dude. Come on. Yes. I will say I don't clean the grill until like before I'm ready to use it. Right. No, that's so, exactly what yeah. I do, too. It's like I just leave it there, and then when it's time to throw something on the grill, I'll scrape it off, put the charcoal in it. You know, the charcoal's lit. Let it burn a little bit. Scrape yeah. it off some more. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll scrape on. that. Um, <laughs> but, man, I'm, I'm going to have to. I'm learning all, all sorts of things about it. It's going to be an afternoon. It's like, I'm going to have to go home and just, like, Really scrub those coffee. Prayer meeting over this. Okay, I mean I, I'm attached to this right. cup. It's like it's like a kid when they grow up, right? They've got their stuffed animal, they got their blankie, they got whatever, and they carry it around to their 13 or 14 or 15. And some like like what are you doing? Well, I'm that way with this cup. Yeah, I am tore up about it, Joe. So you brought oat milk. What's <laughs> oat milk? Yeah. Why oat milk? Because uh, it's well, bougie, Joe. Very, very, well, very practical right now. Because uh, it's just sitting there. Because it doesn't have to be refrigerated. Okay. So I can, I can carry it around. It's ready to go. Is that why I've been seeing a re, uh, uh, an uptick in oat milk availability in places? Uh, I mean, it... Or do people just want to drink oat milk now? Because it used to be almond milk or whatever. But Soy and Yeah, it's funny because I don't go in a lot of coffee shops because I, I have my cup first thing in the morning. That's usually it for me. Yeah. But I have been, in the last week, I've been in a couple of different ones and they both, would you like oat milk? I'm like, Huh? Oatmeal? I don't want no oat milk. 
oat milk? Is there some sort of benefit to oat milk? Is uh, it, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, you just mentioned the, the key, the key, key, the key here. Tell us, yeah, shake that, it, it's shelf stable. Tell us the secrets, yeah. Jonathan. Yeah, uh, well, for me, I actually, I've gotten where I prefer the flavor of it to cow okay. milk. Now, I mean, there are tons of baristas out there that will completely disagree and be like, no, absolutely, gotcha. cow milk's the way. Um, you know, I started drinking it a while ago just to get away from dairy and all the like extra, you know, fat of dairy and that sure. sort of thing. A little bit, a little bit healthier and that sort of thing. Um, there's a lot of sustainability, uh, benefits to it okay. you know, environmentally as well. You know, getting away from, is know, it like plain oat milk product. or is it like a vanilla oat? I mean, uh, what is it? Just plain just oat plain. milk. I've never it's had just it. plain oat milk. We're, we're, we're using uh, I'll give them a shout out. We're using Oatly today. Uh, so we use Oatly a lot. They, uh, they do a barista version of oat milk, which just has a, a tad bit of oil added to it, which gives it, uh, Makes it more frothable. And this uh, is just readily available for anybody? Yeah, well... No dairy, no nuts, no gluten. You can have it, Joe, because this is no nuts. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> ha. My two kids uh, prove otherwise. Yeah, um, so I've, got, I've gotten where I really like it. It reminds me of, uh, as a kid, when you would drink the milk leftover from cereal, you know, like your oh, Cheerios. Oh, stop it. Yeah, yes. so I get that same flavor, that, like, grain flavor. Uh, of it, you know, okay. so, yes. You know. And it just it goes great with coffee. It really goes great. It's way better. Like, I was not a big alt milk fan before like almond all the other ones like i'm, I'm not a huge fan of those so what's that container but, it's a 32 ounce container yeah I don't what's know, that cost you know we get the we get these for wholesale so we, buy, we buy a case of them okay so i actually don't know if you can buy the barista you probably can buy it on like amazon or something yeah i'll have to look it up on amazon so yeah, yeah so you're gonna say oh so you're a barista cool we are the company that made the first oat milk also pretty cool uh anyway this uh it's based on liquid oats which means it's uh isn't overly sweet or excessively heavy but it is fully foamable. I guess that's the yep. most important part. That's the part barista part. That's the barista part. Putting you in total control over the density and performance of your foam so you can showcase your latte art skills. Sorry, I mean skills. It was skills with a Z. <laughs> so when it says, okay, so if I just if, if I just poured this, I'm just getting what? Milk and coffee then. I'm not really getting a, a latte, am I? Well, if you pour it in as a concentrate... Um uh, with the oat milk, yeah, you're getting. I mean, you're getting straight you're getting, latte. You're getting a latte essentially. I mean, it's not it's not traditional espresso, obviously. That's sure, what, you know, a real lot a latte would be. But okay, uh, when it comes to lattes, because there's so much milk in them, you're mm-hmm. not you're not going to perceive the difference I between see. this concentrate and you would in uh, espresso. You got Joe Amazon twelve pack of thirty two ounces, which is what 12 that is. Pack a twelve pack fifty Jeez. bucks. So Woo. four dollars and uh, yeah, twenty cents. That's not terrible. Four twenty five. That's not terrible. Yeah, I know you can go to like Costco and get just like regular oat milk, not the barista quality, but yeah. like five bucks for a gallon. So, okay. Um, so you can find different levels. You got to get the barista quality if you're going to roll like that, Joe. You can't cut corners if you're rolling like that. No, but absolutely it, not. It didn't, sound, it didn't sound like he was steaming milk at home. So no, I'm not, that's I mean. the thing. I'm not steaming milk at home. That's oh, yeah, and the, and the new thing's got the milk steamer, too. It's got, I mean, you know, it's... Oh, it's, it was a really nice coffee. Oh, purchase of yours? I should, um, I should learn how to operate it, I suppose. I told Jessica this morning, I said, I guess we're going to have to sit down and read the manual. <laughs> yeah. is it a, do you know what brand it is? It's a Miele. Miele. Okay. I, don't I, don't, I was going to say, I don't even know what that is. I was going to say Breville, maybe. Breville, uh, maybe Miele is uh, more consumer electronics, although you will see some in, um, in, uh, in coffee shops. Um, but, I mean, it's expensive. So. Yeah. But again, nothing but the best for Wayne. Yeah. Nothing but the best. No, actually I did. That was not for me. That was for Jessica and her children like fancy coffees. Uh-huh. I thought this is a way for them to make fancy coffees. And they do. I mean, Jack can run that thing like nobody's business. Yeah, see, he's 15 I'm, and he's a techie, right? I'm super basic. I want my peppermint mochas. So, so I don't want anything. I just want black coffee. 
<laughs> well, but I want a really quality black sure, coffee. I just sure. haven't gotten the time to So, Like when I go to a fancy restaurant, um, I will have a cup of coffee after dinner. Sure. Um, and I don't, I have no idea, but you go to, um, the Angus Bourne or you go to Ray's or you go to Capitol Grill. It just seems like they have a really high quality cup of black coffee mm-hmm. and I can taste the difference And it. You know, they probably get it through Cisco or some, you know, one of the big houses. Um, so it's probably not that fancy, but man, it sure tastes good when you're out. But I, I don't, I mean, I'll drink a caramel, macchi- caramel macchiato occasionally with extra caramel. Mm-hmm. That's, that's dessert right there. It is. It's like a thousand calories in a cup, bro. Yeah, man. So, and I was on a kick for like 18 months where I had one to two a day for like 18 months. Back in uh, early, let's say probably 2003 to 2005. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like Fat Wayne. <laughs> I mean, I was chubby, bro. <laughs> All right. So, as we, uh, as we wrap things up here, uh, these, you know, we're talking about this concentrate. What is the typical release cycle for, you know, normal consumer specials that you guys do? Like you mentioned the box. I, I usually get the bag. Occasionally I'll see the box of uh, counterculture at a Wegmans or, a, or, yeah. or, or at a Target. So what's the typical release schedule for those types of things? So just like our, we have uh, right now we have Equilibrium out, which is our quarterly, quarterly release. That'll mm-hmm. be out, you know. For the quarter, as okay. as you know, as implied, uh, one of our most popular ones in that uh, that uh, offering is the uh, iridescent. That's our winter seasonal. That's the one I typically get. Yes. Yeah, that's the one most people recognize. Um, but we have one of those every you know every three you know every three to four months. Is one of, a new one of those coming out. Um, those you can usually find like at Wegmans, Whole Foods. Um, okay. Not sure who else carries them. Maybe Lowe's. Not sure. Um, but you can also get everything on the website too. We've got subscriptions now that. Uh, we've got a single origin subscription. It's like 30 bucks a month and you get two uh, single origin coffees shipped to you every uh, once a month or you can do every two weeks, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's like $15 a bag. I mean, which is... And I can go to the website for that? Yeah, you can go on the website. And that's right. well, so that's what I was going to ask you. How does uh, it, I, I, guess how, I, I guess I'll be doing that. Right. How does a normal a person thing? get those 46 releases you did? So that's how? That's the way to do it. That's I the like easiest it. way to do it. Yeah. You can also, you know, go to some of our... Wholesale partners, like you mentioned, like bench warmers, uh, Fount, a lot of times we'll be carrying. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, are they selling it by the bag there as well? Yeah. Fount. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like at wine, uh, wine authorities over on, um, yep. what is it? On person street, uh, near the Krispy Kreme, they have your coffee yep. there. And I've picked up, I've picked up a couple of special releases yep. while we've been there. Do any of the shops down here use your stuff? You've got brew. Uh, You've got not brew. Um, Steamed. La Farm is our. La Farm does. Yeah, yeah La Farm is probably our biggest one. Here I think Dom's Gary. Dom's did use black and white, and I would because I know Kyle. It does was Dom still exist? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Dom still uses black and white. Do okay. they? Okay. Yeah. Um, I, For some reason, I thought the that bagel spot went away, or did they move? No, they're still right they're there. They're still there, right there. Okay. I, I mean, I know, can't keep up with Carrie. Zach's an interesting cat. Um, <laughs> I can't keep up with Carrie. You know, he he has that in Pizza Felici, and. Um, you know, his hours are not always uh, what are on the door. I see. It's like um, like the old uh, dry cleaners that had the sound door said, in by 10, out by 2. Yeah. And that means I'm going to get here by 10, I'm going to be gone by 2. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, those aren't really the hours of your clothes. It was just, I'm going to be here by 10, I'm going to be gone by 2. So, gotcha. um, so that's kind of the way it is over there. But, gotcha. yeah, I walked over there. Adam and I were changing uh, Target blocks out a couple of weeks ago, and uh, he'd gone to Lowe's, and I walked over and got us both bagels, and they're still amazing, but... Um, but yeah, so a lot of times I'll just walk up there and get a bag of of, um, of black and white. But you know, again, I don't 
I don't drink the fancy, so I let them buy what they want. I did buy counter control at the grocery store because um, they wanted, uh, you know, she puts on the list, get some coffee. And I'm like, I don't know what y'all want. I'm like, counterculture has got a good reputation. That's what I'm buying. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, I bought on reputation. So, that absolutely. Sense. Yeah, sense. yeah. Grocery, grocery is still relatively new to us. I really took off during COVID. You know. Yeah. What's your reach? I mean, how many states are you in? Uh, we're we're national, so we actually are have, you okay? Yeah, we actually have two roasters, so we roast about eighty percent of our volume here in Durham. Okay. The other twenty percent, all for like West Coast fulfillment, is uh, rested, uh, roasted in the Bay Area. Okay. So uh, Emeryville, California. Okay. Uh, and so we actually have different coffee menus on either coast too, because. Oh, wow. You know, we get coffee in on the West Coast ports. We get coffee in on the East Coast yeah. ports. And it just I want I want more pour-over spots around here, like in California. Yeah. For instance, you've got Phil's out in San Francisco. That is the fastest pour-over I've ever experienced. That's all they do is pour-over. Yeah. And watching them work is pretty fascinating. And I was at a, I was at a spot recently, and I asked for a pour-over, and it took a considerable amount of time it's like they're doing lab work back there right right and it's like cool i appreciate the craftsmanship but i also feel there's another type of craftsmanship which i saw at phil's in san francisco where they're just yeah. they're working through it and they're and it's it's pretty fascinating to watch them do their pour over as fast as they do it and you still get a really quality a real good quality cup of coffee yeah, I mean, you, but, can, you can do it two and a half minutes. Is like, you know, probably bare minimum. Yeah. What you want to, what you want to shoot for. And but sometimes over. I see, you know, they got the beaker, and it's like it comes out on a little display. I'm like, just give me a What's funny, we stayed coffee. at a, a, a pretty cool, uh, fairly new bougie hotel in Denver, um, and it was aimed more at millennials than it was at, you know, me and Jessica. What was the name of it? Um, God, I'll have to go back and look. It wasn't um, the Kempton, was it? No, okay. no. It was, um, it was just a, it was a one-off. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, but in the rooms, they had pour-over. And Jessica, <laughs> Jessica had never had a pour over. Ah. And so I made it for us one morning and she's like, oh my gosh, that is an amazing cup of coffee. And it was. It will, yes. It was. Yes. It was the best coffee we had on the trip. And we were at some nice places. But, but sometimes uh, I just need that cup of coffee. <laughs> yeah. We were just talking about Phil's the other day. So 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 random. Because uh, the way they do it there, this is a little different, is I think you order your pour over immediately. And yes. You're kind of in line like a Chipotle. And, and then they, essentially, and then you, they move you down. Yes. Yeah. And so it, it, it probably takes about the same amount of time, but it feels shorter because you can see it happening as you're going. True, but I've also watched them do it and yeah. they kind of like line them up. Yep. It's really efficient. It's really incredible how they go about it. To your point about Chipotle, that's a really good analogy. Um, it's just in the in the way I've seen them do it, I guess they know that's all they do. Yep. So they can work from there and it's just watching them. I'm sitting here like as people are watching us on video. It's a podcast, but it really is a quick almost dramatic pour rather than the very slow process that I've seen at other places. And again, that comes out a pretty damn good cup of coffee uh, from Phil's. So anyway, just a, a random aside from there. the Maven at Dairy Block. Well, then that's what Maven. it was called. Super, super fancy. That's pretty cool. Fair. If anything, this podcast has exposed just how bougie you are. Me? Yes. No, man. You and you and Eshy Esh, talk about all the trips y'all take and the elbows you guys rub. I mean, yeah, I just occasionally get out and do a little something low key. All right. Oh, right. low key. Yeah. That's not what you did in Denver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not that wasn't you lie. This, this is probably the most coherent you've been on a podcast over the last couple of weeks because you've been because uh, you've kept it uh, you've kept it chill. Well, Jonathan, thanks for coming in, man. That was all great stuff. Um, I'm sure once I stop hitting record here, we'll try. Uh, I want to try some of this oatly with the um, with the coffee as well. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Kind of get a, get a, uh, one of the questions. So you're saying this is only going to be uh, distribution for now? 
your wholesale accounts. Are you going to, is it going to ever hit retailing time? Yeah. It'll, I mean, it'll more than likely hit retail. Um, uh, the biggest thing is we want to get this in a smaller package. Um, cause like right now, right now this in retail would be like probably 85, $90. So if for, you, um, yeah, if we want, if we want to get it here, do we buy directly from you? You can buy directly from us. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. All right. Well, I know, I know what Wayne's gonna be doing once I hit uh, stop on the, uh, on the button here. Anyway, thanks for coming in. Absolutely. Um, hopefully the pack don't screw it up on Friday. Hopefully not. <laughs> Friday games are weird, though. Yeah, so. no, they are weird. They are weird. That's going to wrap it up for this edition of 919 Vice. We'll see you all next week. Cheers.